Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Zayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox and we are happy to have you here. It is Step 6, present moment. Tonight we are talking Stop Avoiding. And I am super excited to get this conversation going. First, I have to introduce my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing well, thank you. I am so glad to hear it. <laughs> I have been having a lot of fun this month with present moment. How about you? Well, yes, I've been staying in the present moment in a totally different environment, so it's been quite a challenge, actually. Yeah. Well, we can continue talking about that as we go along tonight. But first, let's introduce our lovely guest coach. She has been on the show before. You are probably familiar with her. Please welcome Susan Shaw. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Yes, me too. So, Susan, why don't you remind our audience what it is you do and who it is you serve? I am a certified money coach, and I help people have breakthroughs in their relationship with money. I work mostly with women. Lately, I've been working with a number of couples, and the work is super helpful for couples to navigate their way through some of the challenges that come up around money when people have different perspectives and different patterns that don't always align. So, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I still think that my husband and I need to take that. Um <laughs> we are excited to have you on the show again. We always have a great time when you are here. So start us off with present moment. What does that mean to you? Well, it's near and dear to my heart because I really am an avid meditator, and that's what meditation is all about, is learning how to be present and in the present moment. And so for me, it's a challenge sometimes not to be distracted and pulled away from the moment by Mm -hmm. whatever is pulling my attention. And so just throughout the day to try to come back and be present, be in my body, be slowed down enough to be aware of what I'm feeling, to be conscious of my actions, and to stay, yeah, in the in the present moment. And yeah. so that's, yeah, that's what comes I to love my that mind. You that. Yeah. So, what is 
what is the number one thing that you do when you realize you are distracted or that you um, are living in something other than the present moment? I have a lot of different tools that I use. One of them is to, I have some different essential oils that I keep on my desk. And so I might just pull one out and smell it and just take a breath and pause. Or I might stand up and stretch. Or I might just step away from the computer and step outside for a minute. Those are a few yeah, things. Yeah, I love all of those. I love all of those ideas. And they're they're easy things that pretty much anyone can do. And because we all breathe, right? Uh, and we can all pause. That's one of uh, Terry's uh, favorite things to talk about right now is hitting the pause button. So um, we'll probably hear more about that. Um, tonight our focus is on Stop avoiding. And I love this because I feel like in my past I have avoided the present moment. Um, and usually by planning and living in the future. And, you know, like, well, right now isn't what I necessarily want. So let me let me plan and live in the future because in the future – I'm happy. In the future, I, um, I'm focused. Future, I'm successful. In the future, I'm living somewhere else and I have, you know, perfect children, right? Like, <laughs> if, I can, if I can live in this, in this possible future realm, then I don't have to focus on the fact that in my present, you know, things aren't going the way that I want them to. But the flip side of that is that if I don't live in my present, my future is never going to exist the way that I want it to. So it's a, it's, it's a really great topic, and I'm excited to go forward with with this topic. Terry, what, what would you like to, to start us off on tonight? Well, I just while you were just what you were talking about brought that quote uh, to mind of Rhonda Britton's about invest in the invest in what you have in order to have what you want or something mm-hmm. like that. And um, sometimes people don't you know I said what what does that mean? It means if you invest in your present moment, then you're more likely to have the future that that you want because you'll be creating it in the present moment. And so it's it's kind of like that's that's where it happens. That's where decisions happen. That's where action happens. That's where you can align your thoughts, your words, and your actions. You can't do that anywhere else. You can only do that in the present moment. And so when I get distracted, which I get distracted very easily, I um, you know I do I do some of the same things that uh, Susan was talking about. I love the idea, though, of having essential oils on your desk just to be able to to smell those. I have a diffuser in my office, but sometimes I forget to fill it up, and or it runs out, and and I, you know, because that's really helpful too to have that that diffuser with the with the fragrance of the essential oils that really resonate with me. 
But I love that idea of just having some right on your desk where you can pick them up and, you know, rub some on your wrist or uh, just to get that sensation, that olfactory sensation of something pleasant that that really can bring you back to the present moment. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that... I think a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was longer than that, when Jennifer Darling was on our show and she talked about the pause button, and I've really, I've really grabbed onto that uh, and learned to use that to keep me in the present moment because I'll get going, and I I like to go at a pretty clippy pace, and I'll forget uh, and just start. I don't know. I just get lost in what I'm doing, and and so. It, I can just pause, and I actually, like, put my hand down and push. I'm pushing the pause button, and then I'll I'll get up. I'll walk around. I'll sit down. I'm over at my mother's. I've been here for a couple weeks and talk to my mom. I'll, you know, it's, it's just a way to center myself back into the present, where I am right now, and what I'm doing and the decisions and actions that I'm taking. So I think the idea of avoiding... Uh, you know, when whenever we go back and start saying, what if I'd done this, I could have done that, we're avoiding the present moment. And like you were talking about, I'm I'm investing in something that hasn't happened. I have no idea if it's going to happen unless I do something right now in the present moment to, um, you know, to move forward, to make decisions that might bring me that outcome or might be another possibility that would even be greater, you know. So I think mm-hmm. the more we can we the more we can be in the moment the time that we have actually that that moment is is what we have in order to go forward and if we neglect to be in that moment then we're avoiding and you know, we have to be other in our past or our present, and, and we're not going to make any decisions in either place. So we need to get back to that present moment, make our decisions, make choices, take care of ourselves, do proactive behaviors, and move forward. And that's how we create our path, yeah. not avoid it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, Susan, um, I know as a money coach that um, people, <laughs> not me, of course, uh, have some avoidance around money. So uh, I, I just can't wait to hear what you have to say. Yes, this is definitely a very common pattern. And I use money archetypes. The money archetype that has this pattern strongly is the innocent. And I think it's really helpful to have this image of this kind of childlike part of us that just holds herself back from the responsibility and doesn't feel confident. And I think that helps because it can give us some compassion for having that pattern And that might be the first step to be able to change, to just try to, you know, change doesn't happen through chastising ourselves or judging ourselves. And so seeing that the part of us that is avoiding is 
the innocent is this childlike part of us can help to kind of separate out and give us a little bit of distance from those behaviors and then call upon a part of ourselves that maybe has a little more discipline, which in the money coaching work that I do would be the warrior. And the other piece of this is to bring in that magician. When we talk about being in the present and and that this is where change happens, this is where everything happens, there really isn't a future. We can't get to the future because we're always in the now. But what creates what we want to achieve is our vibration, our frequency. And that's where the magician comes in, and that's where that pause comes in, that's where breathing comes in, and that's where feeling comes in. So if we can clear out any emotions that are in the way, the fear, the anxiety, then that can really help us to raise our frequency and really be able to realize our visions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. So can you um, can you elaborate a little bit more on how the magician would, um, how you could shift from the innocent to the magician to support yourself in the present moment? Meditation is a wonderful way to cultivate that magician energy. Also, if there's fear behind the avoidance pattern, doing some journaling around it is super helpful, or there might be some repressed anger. We might have beliefs that are hidden under the surface. So writing can really help to bring some of that up. And then meditation practice, too, because we're slowing down. We're really getting to see what's actually in the mind and what our thoughts are, where otherwise, as long as we're kind of go, go, going, we might not even know what our thoughts are or what our beliefs are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everything that I was named before and everything that you guys have talked about with pausing, those are all magician tools, too. So by shifting into the magician, what then becomes possible? Then you can call on the warrior. Then then it's much easier to access that part of us that is ready to take action, that's empowered and have more discipline, have more confidence, and be more present. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, I love think, that. Uh, I was just going to say that in, in Fearless Living, we we um, we help people to recognize their fear, uh, both their fear trigger and their fear responses, which lead to um, self-defeating behaviors. And how they can get off of that wheel of fear is by accessing their essential nature, which might be more of the warrior kind of uh, archetype. I'm not sure because I'm not real familiar with that, but it's where action takes place in your proactive behaviors. And that's what we're talking about is proactive behaviors, like breathing, like taking a walk, like meditating, Mm -hmm. like those are proactive behaviors. That's where all the action takes place for us to get to to our to our what you know what we are our core uh, being 
whether it's joy, peace, faith, you know, whatever our core being is, it's those um, proactive behaviors that get us to that. And once we get to our core being, then we can, um, we'll have self-affirming behaviors just become, they become a part of us. And, and we're taking those actions, and those actions all take place in the present moment. And so um, that, you know, I just, while you were talking, I'm, I'm listening to your, you know, your uh, vocabulary within uh-huh. your, you know, money coaching and thinking that is, you know, that, that's what we're talking about in Fearless Living is accessing that power within that each of us have, our God-given gifts and talents, and then supporting that with actions that are proactive that lead us to self-affirming behaviors, which then, you know, it becomes a wheel of freedom, whether it's in our in our financial decisions, it's in our relationships, and in our, it's in our businesses, it's in our spirituality. It's this taking action in the present moment with proactive behaviors that lead us to whom we really are in our souls. And then that's when, you know, we're not going to avoid that. We're going to seek that. We're going to relish that because that wholeness of whom we are motivates us to continue taking action in order to feel, to feel that because that is, that motivates us to make those decisions and actions that lead to freedom rather than fear. And uh, so I was just, uh, I, all those good things you were saying was just, oh, that's this imperialist living. Oh, that's this imperialist mm-hmm. living. That's what we call it. And, you know, it's just um, the synergy and the synchronicity of the truth is inherent in every uh, program, every, you know, philosophy, everything that brings us to that that wholeness. And that's how we move forward in those in that present moment, by taking actions that support that. Yeah, it's beautiful to hear your vocabulary. I love this concept of core being. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Yeah. also the way you're describing how when I start to experience the benefits of taking proactive behaviors, it becomes self-reinforcing. And that's mm-hmm. why you could say I'm addicted to meditation because mm-hmm. I feel so good. And I think mm-hmm. sometimes we have to... I know for myself, um, in order to change, it takes kind of exercising a muscle and it takes a little more effort in the beginning, but then you start mm-hmm. to get some momentum and you want to feel good and sometimes it takes a while to get used to feeling good <laughs> and yeah, building our, exactly. you know, building yeah, our capacity yeah. for feeling good. Right, because it may be hard for us to step out and do some of those proactive behaviors to begin with because they're out of our comfort zone. And yet yeah. once we practice them and we build that muscle and we're able to access that, it does. It just motivates us. I, As a school teacher, I always said, you don't need to have all these tricks to motivate kids. You just need to help them learn something because once they learn, learning becomes the motivation and mm. that becomes the excitement and the core of their desire to do, you know, to, to do, to read, to, you know, whatever they're, you know, they want to do. It's the learning that's the motivation. You don't have to motivate them to learn. You have to help them learn, and then they're motivated to learn, <laughs> if that makes sense. I think that's yeah. what, I'm, you know, we're saying is 
that, you know, it, it, it might be uncomfortable to start with, but it, what happens, yet as you garner the, you know, the results and the, that uh, wholeness comes to you and you say, oh, my gosh, this feels so good. This is what joy is. This is what faith is. This is what, you know, compassion is. And you're living that. That in itself then allows you to continue those actions and even even stretch further to, to get to that place that then uh, brings you, you know, that joy. Yeah, and I think likewise it becomes less tolerable not being happy. Mm. Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah, I think yeah, once I think... you know how to do it, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say once you know how to support yourself and you know how it feels to feel supported, it's... Um, it's like you were saying, it's easier to continue that process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know for myself, joy was never part of my vocabulary in my earlier years. And once I've had a taste of joy, I don't want to hang out in misery for very long anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I have very little tolerance for it. But really, yeah. I mean, too, I think, Susan, sometimes you're going to uh, slip back into into that, into those feelings. I mean, the idea of being always in a state of joy, I think, is, um, you know, unrealistic because we're human beings. And uh, but yet, once we have these tools and strategies, and we can press the pause button, say we're feeling discouraged or disappointed, we know we can push the pause button, and then we can do those proactive behaviors, and that can bring us back to the present and back to those tools and strategies that we've learned. Um, but I always tell my clients, you know, just because you've learned how to get off of your wheel of fear and onto your wheel of freedom you're still going to be triggered by fear because fear just wants to protect you from being hurt, you know? And mm. so it's, it's like now you have the tools and strategies to break that cycle of fear and you can now get onto that will of freedom. That's going to take you to your wholeness, to that joy, that faith, that peace, whatever it is. And um, knowing that, you know, we're still going to have those moments that we're triggered by fear. That's just because again, we're human beings. So, you know, it's, uh, but now we have the tools and the strategies. And I think acknowledging the fear and making it less of a stigma really helps mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. You bet. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so funny when we talk about fear, people get so lost in that word. And They're like, I'm not afraid of anything. I don't have fear. Fear doesn't, you know, hold me back. And then they realize really what fear is and what it looks like and how it presents in people's lives. And they realize that their life is is being run by their fear. And, you know, just having that awareness around the present moment, that awareness around how fear shows up in your life with 
you know, you avoiding to pay your bill? Are you avoiding to open your bill? Are you avoiding to, um, you know, know what's in your bank account, right? Like, there's, I've done all of these things, right? Like, avoiding that knowledge that you can have in the present moment, avoiding that present um, moment situation of your finances, right? Um it uh it doesn't work <laughs> there's no there's no getting uh away from it and so uh you know seeing how the fear is what's keeping you from opening that bill or paying that bill or addressing the situation is a big eye opener for a lot of people mhm Yeah, so what I recommend for people who have these avoidance patterns and and anxiety patterns is to take little baby steps. And so maybe today you open one bill and just give yourself a, a tiny milestone so you can start to build that confidence. Or I recommend that people look at their bank account for five minutes a day just to build that muscle of interacting and engaging with money. Yeah, for sure. And I think that it also, that awareness is not, even if it's not where you would like it to be, having that awareness is the only way that you can increase what's there, right? Like focusing on abundance and possibilities and seeing when those possibilities present themselves, like that's how you're going to create more of the life that you want and increase that bank account, right? Yes. Money loves attention. (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) We don't want to stare too hard, but we do want to be engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what we focus on increases, right? So... If we're if we're focusing on having, um, you know, having a good relationship with our money, then that's what's going to increase. Yes, and money is a really great way to come into the present. When you're engaged with your numbers, there's something about that that is very focused. It's very earth plane you know, and it's very immediate, it's very truth-revealing. So it's a really powerful practice to be present to your money. Yeah. I love that. Terry? Yes. (laughs) Your thoughts? Mm -mm. (laughs) I thought you were asking me if I'm still here. Not that I'm distracted at all. I'm in the present moment. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I just I I I know that. I mean, I've been in the position like you, and I didn't pay any attention, and just the paying attention to to my money and and working hard on, uh, you know, being financially solvent and pay. And I mean, I look at my my bank account every day. I look at my savings account. I check on you know I check on all of my accounts. I I'm very aware of what still needs to come out and what's 
coming in and and it's just like money just keeps coming to me because I'm being responsible. I'm being in the moment. I'm taking care of my money. And uh, I, I consider before I spend it, I pray about it, I you know. And uh, so I, I know that, that exactly what you're saying is, is uh has has shown up in my life as my mom i'm here with my 98 year mom and and she's got all this money in her savings account and she says i just never have any money because that's what she knew you know she was telling us when she was a young married what you know married and with her family and her children when we were growing up she always felt she had no money and she's now she's 98 years old and she still thinks that and she has a lot of money so you know (laughs) Mm-hmm. Those, those habits are hard to break. Yeah. Those mindsets. For yeah, sure. Really... Well, we are almost out of time. Susan, I would love for you to share how um, our listeners can uh, get in contact with you. Come to my website at moneywisdomcoach.com and... If you would like to know where you are with your money types today, you can take the money type quiz there. And I'm happy to offer you a free consultation and take a look at your results and help you interpret them and give you some tips. Thank you so much. Yes, I have taken her up on that. And it is definitely worth your time and effort. Um, We thank you, Susan, for being here with us. Again, great conversation. And uh, I look forward to um, meeting with you again. Thank you both so much. It's always wonderful to be with you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you. We want to remind our listeners that the 12 Steps to Freedom are created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you would like to know more about that, please go to fearlessliving.org. You can find Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org, as well as on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Fearless Generations. We thank you for being here with us each week. And until next week, everyone, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night. Good night.